Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith, the only podcast who hasn't caught COVID yet. And hopefully that's still the case by the time this episode comes out. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LennonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as ring sideroblast and Black History Month, so I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London. Welcome to February. The month of love. Yeah, you really, I'm glad you've really worked. And that's, that is, of course, what the month is known as, the month of love. Yeah, February, the month of love. But you, you want to know yeah. what also February is, Dr. Linden? It is yeah, I feel like I already said it a little bit ago, but yeah, go ahead. Well, what did you say? I said Black History Month. Yeah, but it's also like pub quiz month, Dr. London. Like pub okay. trivia. And so in yeah. honor of this sort of national month-long holiday, I'm going to ask you some fun trivia questions. Yeah, yeah, go Celebrating ahead. pub trivia, pub trivia culture, and sort of the history of pub trivia. And so, I mean, Dr. London, first question. DJ Dylan, let's hear some of that trivia music. First question. Who, who is your dad's best friend? And are you asking me, or uh-huh. is that rhetorical? No, that's you. Okay. And is it rhetorical? Am I allowed to ask that? Uh, I mean, is that your answer? It's rhetorical. That is my answer. Oh, no. He doesn't have any friends. I've, wait, does that mean it's rhetorical? Question number two, Dr. London. Okay. Who what who who made the who made the first ham sandwich? Did you write these ahead of time? Uh well no, a big part of you know pub trivia is sort of just sort of being a quiz master who can just sort of like come up with stuff on the spot. Yeah. And maybe drinking while reading off I haven't the uh the questions. But yeah, go no, ahead. No, I haven't something seen about a ham and cheese sandwich. Part. Who made the first ham sandwich? Okay, well, I know the answer to this yeah. one. According to you, it was you. That okay. And you made it last week. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And how did I discover it for bonus points? Well, you had a loaf of bread. Uh-huh. And then you dropped it onto another loaf of bread. And then it had some ham and cheese sitting in the corner. And um, you, you just kept dropping things until they mashed together. Is that, that's right, right? Yes, and you get the bonus point, too. I saw the security cam footage. Oh, you studied. That's good. You should always study for these kind of quiz. You know, it's not a quiz show. It's just like it's like pub trivia. Yeah, well, I mean, your pub trivia, I do feel like, is extremely subjective. Ooh, uh, okay. Sorry that I know my like audience, I guess. Like, I guess that's... Sorry. Yeah, because the audience is Okay, do you want me to ask you like a more traditional, a like, geeks who drink style 
trivia question? I mean, I'm on a roll here. I feel okay. good about wh- how we're you, doing. Yeah, okay. Geeks who drink. Okay, uh, Doctor London. Who? Uh, who did Iron Man uh, go to? Who was his college roommate? Okay, no, I should know this. Um, what's in the Hulk? It was, uh, the, the the Iron Maiden. Oh, uh, uh, no, is the it was it it was Spider Man or is the X Men? The the X Men were his roommate. The yeah, X Men okay. and Spider Man. Okay. So do I get partial credit? Because I feel like no, you the actually Iron lose might the be one of them. No, you lose the points that you had from the previous round. Just because I called you out. Okay. So you just sort of back to zero. Do we should we stop here now that you're back at zero? I don't want you to go into the negatives. So that's our producer Cameron, uh, who's recently acquired the title of pub quiz master. Um, also with us yep. is Digital in the House. Hey guys, it's me, Digital the Host, and I'd like to share with you all a special song from the Jock Doc Patreon. When Dr. London approached me about making this song, he explained to me that the message behind the song was extremely important to him, and he needed to get this off of his chest, especially during February, the month of love. Anyways, it's a song about butts. Digital the Host. My name is Dr. London Smith.com. No cap. Let's see that round butt. That round, that round butt. Let's see that round butt. And by the way, if you don't have her number yet, that will be a problem. That round butt. Let's see that round butt. The ultimate goal is going to be acquire as much as that round butt. They're going to be like, oh wow, if you don't have her number yet, that will be a problem. No cap. And then you strike that round butt. That round butt. You strike that round butt. If you don't strike that round butt, that will be a problem. have the bravery and courage to go strike that round butt yes i believe so so that person won that round but we should have a caveat there so that person won that round but we should won that round but we should that round but that round but that round but Later, Cameron tells me he can expect a special guest. And can I tell them who the guest is? Because I'm actually really excited about this. Hmm, How about you? We can hint at it. Okay. So he's a very 
famous podcast personality. Yes. He has like the biggest podcast. He is also, he hosts like, or yeah, he hosts like every MMA fight. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And our episodes are puny. His last for hours on end. Um, enough to exhaust. His episodes are six or seven days long. Every episode mm-hmm. is a very, very long, and he does it every single day. Uh, it's an experience, bring, one might he, say. He brings on people like Carrot Top and these sort of titans of industry and, and these geniuses of our time to ask them questions. And uh, he also it's loves- Rogan. It's just, it's just Rogan. Sorry. You, uh, I can't. It's, so yeah, we have Joe Rogan today. It's Joe Rogan is our, yeah. is our guest. And he, he is on his way. Yes. He is, yeah, he, he is zorbing his way over here, just sort of the big hamster balls mm-hmm. that you can run in. He is, he's sort of doing that, and he said he is stuck in traffic. So yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully he'll get here really, really soon. Yeah, one of the frustrating things that he told me about in the pre-interview was um, how they, the Zorb, Zorby balls, whatever, uh, they don't have a lot of infrastructure for those, traffic-wise. Yeah. So he's having to sort of co-opt what's already there. And it's just yeah. not functionally made for the giant hamster ball-style human movement. Well, I mean, and this is, he's really hoping in the future that, you know, these Tesla tunnels take off. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that is the perfect size for a Zorb to just be zooming down at like your Sonic the Hedgehog. Just sort of zooming through these tunnels while you're in this plastic orb. Wow. So anyway, I, I, I'm sorry to spoil it, but we're very excited. Joe Rogan is going to be on the podcast today. And um, yep. He he's our guest. He he just has a lot of opinions that a lot of people consider to be maybe um, medically uh, controversial. They're strong opinions, regardless. And I thought, hey, let's have a real talk with you know. I'm a leader in this industry, and so is he. Let's stop judging people we haven't even had a conversation yeah. with. How about that? You know what I I'm mean? Just, Let's have a conversation. Let's open a dialogue. Yeah. And we're so excited to do that. Uh, just we have to get through a few things first. I mean, God. Okay. okay. Well, let's, you know, uh, we have a big guest today. We don't have to get a temper. Uh, before we move on, I'm sorry, a little flustered because I'm just so excited. We're going to have Joe Rogan. Um, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. This note comes from a concerned citizen. Uh, the note reads, quote, are you alive? You haven't sent a meme in a while. End quote. Okay. And is this your... It's my aunt. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how you guys sort of communicate, I know. Mm-hmm. You said that she's unable to read normal text. She can only read it in meme format now. Yeah. Well, since she moved to the Arctic. She has Facebook brain. Yeah. She, she moved to the Arctic. She moved to the Arctic, yeah. and unfortunately, she ate a fish that was too cold, and it gave her Facebook mm-hmm. brain. Yeah, so she's been um, sort of holed up over there. Uh, it's it's yeah. a kind of a scarcity living situation. You know, it's, it's sure. kind of hunt, hunter-gatherer kind of thing. And What you got is what you yeah. got. And so usually for me to communicate with her, she because she grew up like any of us, but as she adapted to this sort of survivalist mentality, she has um, dropped away all these extra knowledge chunks all these facts that are unnecessary and so 
She yeah. she can no longer read or write. Whittled words down to their core meaning. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So, so, and I, I'm glad I got this message from the concerned citizen, uh, uh, because it's, I'm sure it is on my aunt's behalf. Uh, so I am okay. I haven't sent a meme in a while, but I am okay. And I know I'm going to have to send a meme anyway to, to communicate that. Is it because you haven't come up with a good one lately? Are you on sort of a cold streak, Dr. London? I don't want to talk about that on the, not with Joe Rogan on the way and everything. I don't want to. I mean, you're really good at coming up with memes, but Dr. London, even Michael Jordan sometimes didn't have a good game. It's okay to say, hey, you know what? Well, just. I'm not on my, my, my memeiest today. I, I think I can do better. I'm just not there yet. Let's just, right now, we're going to do it in 30 seconds. We're going to come up with a really good one. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay, maybe it's a picture of Vin Diesel and he's driving and he's smirking. You know, when he's looking out the window and he's smirking? Uh, you know that one? I've, I've only seen him do it, like, in real life. I haven't seen... Is there's a picture of it? There's a picture of that. Yeah, so okay. he's looking out his window and he's smirking and he's in his, his, in his car. Like, he's about to maybe speed off or something. Okay. And then maybe... So on top, what does it say, Dr. London? Uh, I'm still alive. Please don't worry. Is that it good? It says, I'm still alive. And then the bottom, that's the top text? Yeah. you know, memes, you've got the top text and then bottom text. This is, we're talking like okay. classic yeah. style memes. Yeah, sorry, classical style. I, yeah, Beethoven, whatever. Okay, so um, I'm still alive. That's the top and then the bottom. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for asking. Is that good? <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll do that. We'll send that out. Now, um, was the I'm Still Alive going to be confusing? Because, you know, Vin Diesel didn't die, but Paul Walker did. Should we just use a picture of Paul Walker instead? I feel really committed to this now. I, I, and I don't think she knows either way. Or she's, would it... She's been in the Arctic for oh, a while. She just, she's just going to think that's you in the picture. <laughs> she, she probably is. I, if I'm not a caribou, it's going to... It'll weird yeah. her out either way. So... No, this is okay. You know, so she'll she'll think I'm doing maybe a little bit better because Vin Diesel's arguably a little um, so it's Vin Diesel and he's you know smirking, looking out the window. And yeah. he says, "Yeah, I'm still alive, bitch." How about like, bitch? <laughs> I feel like that says, "Thanks for asking." Okay. Yeah. No, I guess right. Yeah, uh, you we did it, Doctor London. Okay, you're. Your 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 writer's block has ended. Wow. We did it. Celebrate. Be happy. Okay. You know what? I have the perfect way to celebrate. Uh, now for today's medical topic, Crohn disease. Ugh. Crohn disease is a condition. That would be how you celebrate. Crohn disease is a condition that, like ulcerative colitis, falls under the category of inflammatory bowel disease, which is an idiopathic disorder that presents with diarrhea, uh, blood in the stool, weight loss, and fever. Extraintestinal manifestations that can be identical in inflammatory bowel disease include arthritis. I'm, so, I'm just so tired of hearing about diarrhea day in and day out. Every single time I, I get on mic with you, I know nowadays I'm going to be hearing about diarrhea. Yeah. Dr. Well, London, families get together at their dinner table and they put on our podcast to listen together, to laugh and come together. So, and you think you think you're talking about? I mean, you're talking about 
I don't even know exactly how to say it, but you're talking about sort of like muddy chocolate squirts while people are trying to have, you know, soup. And suddenly they're thinking, oh, this soup I'm eating, they might as well be this sort of, you know. Yeah, I recognize that. And I do know that this is more of a dirty, you know, butt piss. I, I recognize that this is more of a, you know, of most families traditionally do listen to their favorite podcasts over dinner. Um, sure. And so this I get one especially. I mean, yeah, we bill it as a family. Yeah. Togetherness dinner podcast. Yeah. And, you know, for people who don't realize it, whenever you're marketing towards middle-aged people, they are the ones who are going to control the family experience. So that, that is our primary At least dinner. They have a huge impact on dinner. Yeah, it's very significant because um, they often provide it at no charge to the, the family members. Um, but in any case, so, so extraintestinal manifestations uh, that can be identical in um, inflammatory bowel disease include arthralgias, uveitis, uveitis, uh, skin manifestations such as erythema nodosum and pyroderma uh, gangrenosum, and sclerosing cholangitis. Additionally, all forms of irritable bowel disease are associated with anemia. So, both forms of irritable bowel disease can lead to colon cancer, but this cancer risk is related to the duration of involvement of the colon. So, we're talking about Crohn's disease. So, if Crohn's disease does involve the colon, then it has the same risks as, as ulcerative colitis. Um, but unlike, if it doesn't? Then it does not have the same risk. It does not have the colon cancer risks associated. Oh, yeah. okay. Do you see, but okay. if it does? Then it, it does have the colon cancer risks associated with it. Okay. So, I mean, if you're... Do you want to do you want to just sort of say right now if you're listening to this podcast with your family and you have a bit of a tummy ache, it could be colon cancer? Uh I I don't want to. I I feel like that's not like so we're going to talk feel about obligated to though from a medical professional standpoint. No, but if you have the symptoms that I talked about, you know, then cuz like tummy ache isn't really the same thing as you know, uh uveitis, arthralgias skin manifest like erythema nodosum like that that usually isn't a tummy ache that that presents on the skin see what i see okay. what i mean so if you, okay so if you're not feeling well and you're listening to this do not go to the doctor you are not sick that's what go ahead well, dr london continue on that's not what I, uh, so, so unlike um unlike ulcerative colitis crohn disease cannot be cured by surgery in addition, Crohn's disease can manifest with skip lesions, uh, transmural granulomas, uh, with fistulas and abscesses, with masses and obstruction, and with perianal disease. And these characteristics distinguish Crohn's disease from ulcerative colitis. So, because Crohn's disease that involves the colon can cause colon cancer, we screen for that cancer. And so, for people who might be concerned that they have it, uh, screening would occur after eight to 10 years of colonic involvement with a colonoscopy every one to two years. Uh, diagnostic testing includes endoscopy. So they're going. So okay, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. So eight years into it, they just start screaming. Sorry, this. Uh, that's my bad. That's my fault. Screening. It's. Uh. So so and I know. So is it just? Is it like? Is it like they wake up in the middle of the night and it's just? Is it? Is it because of pain? Is it just? Just ah ah. I can't say that that won't be the case, but okay. it's not. So, so whenever we talk about screening, we're talking about, you know, sort of, you know, like 
on a porch or you have the yeah, yelling, opening your mouth, screaming. Yeah, well, that's so, so it's not that's not the type that I'm talking about here. So have you heard of a screen door? Have I heard of that? Um, I mean, I, okay, this might be taking us way further off. Yeah, you might you might as well just so, keep going on. A screen door is the thing with holes in it that only allows so much things, so much to pass through. And a that's screening the, well, cast that's a is made to the hole in the thing. D- yeah. Well, with the okay. Well, in any case, so, so diagnostic uh, testing includes endoscopy, which is the most accurate test when the disease can be reached by a scope. Um, if the disease is still unclear, uh, serologic testing may be done, uh, and that would typically show a positive anti-Saccharomyces uh, uh, cervicii antibody, and that's abbreviated ASCA. Uh, treatments um, that include steroids for acute exacerbation of all irritable bowel diseases and 5-ASA uh, ASA derivatives such as mesalamine for chronic maintenance of remission. Uh, mesalamine or ciprofloxacin plus metronidazole may be used for perianal Crohn's disease. Azathioprine and uh, 6-mercaptopurine are used to wean patients off of those steroids, the ones that we get for acute exacerbations. Um, calcium and vitamin D uh, can also be given. Uh, treatment beyond this can be complex to navigate. So, uh, but suffice it to say that uh, surgical intervention for Crohn's disease is usually reserved for cases of bowel obstruction, where food just can't pass through, stool can't pass through. Um, but the, the the Crohn's disease will tend to recur at the site of the surgery. So you do it to stop the blockage, but the blockage is likely to to happen again later. Uh, so there's really no point. Well, it, it's sort of a temporary fix. Yeah, it gives you another, like, 60 days and then you're toast. Well, that, that's more something to talk to your, you know, your, your gastroenterologist about, your surgeon. Uh, which, once again, that's why I'm saying the treatment is a bit complex. And, but, um, you know, uh, just uh, keep, keep on keeping on. All right, well, let's get to Joe Rogan, honestly. Let's, yeah. let's, let's do that. I hate to interrupt, but did somebody say inflamed bowels? Hey, wait a second. I think I, hey, I recognize wait. you. Hello there. Well, yeah, I come every week for my monkey meat order. I mean, at this point, surely after almost three years. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, but every time I say, hey, I recognize you, when you knock on my door, typically I go, hey, I recognize you. And that's always so heartwarming to me. Yeah, well, it's it's part of Cameron's condition. He's he yeah. he's never sure that he well he he assumes he has a condition. Is that right, Cameron? Where you're pretty sure that one day you're gonna lose that part of the brain that um allows you to recognize face faces, to distinguish faces. Yes. And so every time you are relieved. Yes, because I after I read about it, I sort of assume I'm cursed with it. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a ring style. If you watch the video, then you're cursed with it. I read an article about people who have face blindness, and now I believe that I'm cursed with it. And so every day I'm shocked when I recognize something that I've seen before. And so in this case, it is. Well, that's wonderful. Ah! <laughs> that just ha- that happened right now. But Sheila Dawn is joining us today. Hello. I'm the sponsor today, actually. Okay. I'm here to introduce Shh. Joe Rogan. The... You're here. No, I'm yeah, here to... It's good that you showed up when you did because Joe is, I mean, I just got a text from him. He said that his Zorb has gotten stuck in like a tiny little puddle. Okay. Well, that's going to be a few. Yeah. I passed him on the way here. He was like running in one place. 
on that one little oh, puddle. No. Oh, so I didn't know he was on his way here, but was he having fun at least, like splish, splish, splashing around? Sure, I, I think so. Fuck. Yeah, you can never really yeah, tell with his with face. Him. But uh, yeah, it's good you're here, Shelly Dunn. But you're, you're, you're. What's up? I'm here to introduce the new baby in the Mama Don local exotic meat jerky enterprise. Yes. Yeah, for maybe. Uh, okay, so for anyone who was a new listener, Sheila Dunn has been on this show, I mean, a zillion times as a guest, as a sponsor, and always pitching products, always pitching new business ideas, often around, you know, foods. I'd say and it sounds more like you've got advertising than pitching because usually they are fully fledged. There's a there's a lot going on already. Yes. You know, Dr. London, yeah. I forgot that you were here. Thank you. And oh. I have a bone to pick with you. And oh, if anybody no. knows me, they know I pick the bone claim. Yeah, no, I remember the bone. So mm-hmm. speaking of, oh. I heard you on another podcast talking about how I'm some sort of cannibal and I'm like eating people and serving up people. No, that's something you've assumed since day one, and that's just not accurate. And so, Dr. I'm, Linden, what show? What what show did you go on to talk about how our guests are cannibals? Well, okay, so Joe Rogan has you talk for so long whenever you're on his podcast, and I you run out of things to talk about. So yeah, you went on Rogan and you. You told them that she Rogan has a gigantic audience. They more people listen to that podcast than any other podcast. It's like seventy five people. How do you think I got him to be a guest on ours? I had I had to give him these no, juicy details. Going on the show is fine. That's great for the show. But why are you going on the show and then talking about how Sheila Don is a cannibal? Not and then you're sending seventy five of his listeners me. are going to think that you're you're sending me tweets. Yeah. About oh, can, uh, cannibals took a hint. Okay, okay. Well, that's You're sending this to me. Yeah. Oh no. Excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me? No that and, No. Okay. Well, uh, so I do want to clarify, look, it was just good publicity. Like it just it brought it got Joe Rogan to come on the show. That's you know, I had to give him something juicy. I was telling him like, "Well, you're actually incorrect, sir, about this and that." And then he didn't like that, so I had to give him something. And and so just out of nowhere, you said what? Uh, Lied on my name. Yeah. I, well, I said, well, we've had some interesting guests on our show. Do, do you want to change the subject to that if this medical stuff is? And then he was like, well, whatever. And so I was like, oh, we have this one Sheila Dawn who uh, I get, kills and eats people. I don't remember all that I said. But like, once again, he had us on there for so long. I, like, I was just talking forever, and I had to come up this with This was, like, day four of recording yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, so I just, like, you're basically living in there and um, having to talk the whole time, and he's asking questions. So, whatever, he, uh, he was like, you know, well, tell me more, and then I was like, well, just come on our show, and then I'll tell you more there. Okay, okay well, well, I think you need to apologize. Now that Sheila's here... Guess what? You got the publicity. You've got all the listeners. I'm sure a zillion people, all maybe even all 75 of his listeners, are going to be listening to this episode. Well, I, I mean, I. But you need to. You got to be honest, and you need to apologize to Sheila. Oh, to Sheila? I thought you meant to Rogan. No, apologize to Sheila for saying that she kills and eats people when you know 
that she takes already dead animals and turns them into jerky. I'm here every week for my monkey meat order. You've seen me every week. Yeah. no, Picking out monkey meat. You've seen her pick out the monkeys from the pen. Here's the thing. It's difficult to prove a negative like that. Like, it's, it's difficult to prove that you didn't do something. So you're, you're not going to apologize is what I'm hearing. I, I'm, yeah, okay, let's move on then. All right, Sheila, in the past, you, I, what are some of the businesses you've done in the past real quick, just to remind everyone? You did the jerky business. Cook up roadkill. Local exotic meats that are okay. turned into jerkies. The commemorative pet jerky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I do run a country sassy boutique, but that's not really meat related. Um, just here and there, I was wanting the that Easter is bunny right. meat. You were hunting the Easter Still bunny for a while. Come okay. across that there's, yet? There's but new jerky. This new line of jerky. Yeah. Oh, oh it's, yeah. That's, I've sent some. This is Y'all jerky. Have some. This is jerky. And I want you to try you it, sure? and I want to get your opinions before I go any further. Okay. This is the new line of Mama Don's exotic meats. Okay. I just want to get your uh, honest reviews here. Okay. 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 So this is my most exotic meat ever. Mama Don's most exotic meat. It's out of this world. Yeah, it's very, like, sour. It tastes like it's really okay. been stuffed mm-hmm. with something angry. And mm. maybe something that has okay. sort of a... An existential crisis, it tastes like. Yeah, there's there's a certain darkness and dread to it that I don't enjoy. Okay, but that's... It's mm-hmm. a very... It, it's a good flavor, though. It's an interesting flavor. Yeah. Mm. Kind of like when you have... You know, you eat a deer, it's like, it's gamey, you know? Yeah, and, or, mm-hmm. yeah, and you just know how much fear it felt in that moment. In its final moments, yeah. Mm. So, last time I was on, I told y'all... Well, first of all, I told y'all how my Westworld face doppelganger is in prison in my place. Unfortunately, she died in sure. prison. Oh, but oh no, your your do- your Westworld doppelganger passed away. How did how did she die? Uh, she fell and cracked her iPad face. Oh, that's so oh, sad no. to hear. Wow. But that's okay. She didn't have a she didn't have a screen have a protector. Moment on. of silence. So sad. Or- no, no, she's fine. Uh, oh, and I get to get have my life back as Sheila. I don't oh. have to go when under you, any other. When you say she's fine, you just mean that you are fine. You've dealt with it, okay? Right, because it sounds like she's she's dead. Mm, I've moved on, so yeah, as opposed to yeah, her face cracked. Okay, so but also last time I was on, I told y'all how Ron, my husband, had been abducted by aliens. Sure, yeah. Now, they they keep coming back for Ron, and actually, he kind of started to build up a rapport with mm. them. And uh, one day, uh, he brought me along, and one thing led to another, and now I've got extraterrestrial jerky. And is that... No. Are you kidding? This is actual, real-life alien jerky? Mm-hmm. Yep, they're Andromedons. What, what one thing led to what other thing to, to bring about this jerky? The thing about these beings is that they've been in space for a long time, and they... Yeah, you can really taste, you can really taste that they've been out there since, like, maybe the, like, dinosaur Yeah, times? I mean, thousands, if not millions of years, yeah. 
and they the way their ship works is you know they can't spend a lot of time storing food and water and that all the energy has to go to the ship so these aliens they have evolved to not really need water to not really need food and that kind of has stripped all of the emotion from them that when they were on their planet i'm sure they were like the stupid humans who laugh and cry and you know have to talk for 45 minutes with one of their customers about how much they dislike their podcast co-host but just as they've evolved to uh, sort of whittle down to to using only like the exact amount of resources they have to they got rid of personality and, yeah. and all that stuff they starved themselves into a good poker face i'd say yeah so they uh I can just kind of talk with them and work out a deal. You know, I can trade them a couple of monkeys and they'll say, okay, here's my brother. It's like they don't, well, it doesn't affect them at all. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was about to ask was, it sounded like your husband had built up this relationship with them, but then they're also, you're, you're kind of kidnapping them and eating them. Yeah. I mean, they know that I'm taking some of them, but yeah. Ultimately. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're <laughs> and they're so they're so thin and shriveled. It's so easy to dry them out and sell them at Bucky's. Do you do you tell? So like, do you tell them, hey, I'm gonna kill your brother, or do you just say like, hey, do you have anyone you can send with me? Basically, yeah. Okay, so they don't know that they're being that they're like sacrificing their friends and family. I don't know if they do, and I don't really think that they care. Yeah. I guess so, the- just to bring it back to, do you see why? I, you know, maybe. Whatever it comes to the cannibalism talk, how I, I wouldn't be able to rule it out completely. These are not terrestrials. I, I get that. These are not human yeah. beings, okay? I get that, but given how easily you are okay with it, and like how that's your first instinct to kill them instead of, say, learn from them, you know, do, do you see how that could raise some doubts in one's mind about... I'm sorry, Cameron, you seem like you're really excited about what you're eating. Well, just like I can sort of taste, were they in a sort of flying saucer? You can sort of taste that in here. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Let me, yeah. Well, it's because Don't like they do, they get energy from the ship and the ship gets energy from them. It's kind of like an osmosis process is how they eat and drink and that type of thing. So they've kind of melded and become one with their ship. So you're tasting oh, them, wow. you're tasting their ship. You're tasting all of the knowledge that comes with their ship and their millions of years of monitoring the planet. And it is shaped like a saucer. That's what the really the taste I'm getting in here is that it's truly a flying saucer shape. Yeah, but it's not like this. It's like this. And for the listeners. Oh, she's. It's sort of a saucer on its side. Well, I mean, yeah, we would say it's on its side, but they would say this is the right way and this is on its side. Yeah, it's vertical instead of horizontal. It would be, if there was anything in the saucer, it would be spilling its contents. Well, it's kind of like, you know how like a mouse ball, you know? Mm, Laser, mine uses laser. Yeah, mouse balls. Well, the little balls that your pet pet mice play with. Or the Zorb. That your computer mouse is, so that that ball kind of is the thing moving, and these kind of, oh, so they stay, they stay kind of. There's like a ball within a saucer. How, you see what I'm how, saying? How long? 
how much time did you spend listening to that explanation before you killed them? Like, it sounds, because once again, it sounds like they, they said, yes, let's give someone to you for you to learn from them. And Like, did they try to explain more before you killed them? Well, they don't really thrive on this planet. So, I mean, killing them and just kind of throwing them in the barn until they expire, like, that's kind of different, I'd say. What is their interest in your husband then? Like, if they don't really care, if they can't even live here. You know, my little, my, my little, sweet little old Ron, you know, he's just a simple guy. You know, oh, he that's thinks they like, um... hungry, hungry, food, food. And they get that, yeah. you know. He's like, you know, poop, Pure poop. And he's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they really like that. They understand that. And... Yeah, that's, that's just how they've built a wonderful friendship. Wow! So it's truly just like a hanging out scenario. There's just there's no. It doesn't sound like a research thing. It's just well, they found someone on no, a planet I mean, they like. No, they're poking at prod and Adam and taking what samples. a relief. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I for sure. So they're checking up things, looking in holes. I understand. Yeah, what's well, the difference from what you do, yeah. London? I'm Doctor <laughs> London. Thank you. You're, if I sent Ron to you, what would you do? You would mm-hmm. poke, you'd, you'd be prod, and prodding you'd take and look in holes. specimens of his semen. Yeah. I mean, what's well, I the guess, difference? I guess I see your point. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. It, depended on, it would depend on what he had, you know, what his symptoms were, what his chief complaint was. Uh, but, but in any case, we can go back to... So, uh, you said they've come back. Have they asked... After they've... they've Loaned you their friend. I mean, not necessarily loaned. I give them the monkeys. I sure. give them so, the so they, bats. They hand over their friend, and then they leave, and then they come back. Do they ask, hey, uh, where is, you know, my, my friend who I left here? They really don't. I'm sorry. I know. I know. No interest in him whatsoever. They're really cold, Dr. Yeah, London. They, they don't they've care. They've been starved so much that they just They're kind of simple and like, they think, fly the ship fly the ship wow. and then another one thinks dissect a cow dissect a cow and then another one says collect Ron's semen collect Ron's semen I mean that's and and eventually one is just going to be thinking be jerky be jerky why is that so bad I just basically I wanted to make sure because this is so different from my thought process and I'm trying to understand that one and my my mind did jump to the sort of most logical process the, the most logical steps for me well you're an emotional creature you still eat you still drink you still poop you do all this stuff and so you 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 still have emotions you still sit down at a meal and you think wow this is wonderful well you know i mean dr london dr london has been fasting from eating and drinking you said it was for it was to prepare for like the ultimate surgery right yeah. you said you had to Usually it's just it's just like for like twenty four yeah. hours. But it was the ultimate surgery. But yeah. how long has uh, yours been going? This is well, it's going on day. Well, like I'm sorry, I'm kind of blacking out a little bit here. I um I don't. It's I. It's hard to track the days after a few of them. Do you remember the last meal you ate with my mouth? No. Oh no! Wow. I yeah. Didn't you see him put that jerky in his butt? Which, by the way, I. I want to say now, I think I've been, I've done a great job describing the taste of the jerky, given how I am tasting it. Yes. I think I'm amazed. I mean, I'm amazed. 
And this is just sort of the evolution of humans. Like we're constantly changing and evolving to our environment, just like Dr. London. It sounds like his butt has grown taste buds. And isn't that beautiful? And isn't that medicine? Mm-hmm. I'd say so. I, I, yeah, I guess maybe. Uh, but but what is what are these aliens' interest in Ron's semen? You've brought that up a couple times now. I mean, are they? Is this? Are, I mean, is it? Have you talked to them at all? Of, like about hybrids? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking it's a hybrid situation. I mean, that seems to be their number one goal is combine human DNA. It's like human DNA, cow DNA, pig DNA, octopus DNA, uh, their DNA. Um, and then Ron DNA. Well, just, you know, Ron is an easy person to collect a sample from, you know. Yeah. And when you say that. Yeah, the- I don't. I'm also not following exactly what you mean. I, well, I mean, his, he, you know, he just says masturbate, masturbate, masturbate. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Okay. He just goes, he just, mind. yeah. Simple. Not a problem. He's just going to be doing it. Okay, mm-hmm. that that definitely makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, okay, but you sound super chill with this idea of of taking your husband's seed and creating alien-human hybrids with it? Why would I care? Oh, I guess, I, guess, I, I don't know, I guess. Now that I think about it, I don't know why you would care. I've already used all of it that I'm going to use, you know. I'm I'm dry, you know. So if he needs to use right. it for other reasons, that's his. Sure. His body yeah. makes it. That's his. His body, his choice. That, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. It is his body and his choice. So, I mean, are you, would you be open to eating some of these hybrids? Like, no. Like, cooking them into a jerky? Are or is, you... that, is that an ethical hmm, line? I'm about to call you Dr. London over here. Trying to accuse me of cannibalism once again. Every time I come onto this no, podcast or hear I, these people on other podcasts, they're trying to say, oh, Sheila's, Sheila's a cannibal. Well, I swear. They have been saying that a lot. If my name is not Sheila Daryl Dawn, I do not eat human beings, okay? I'd be down to try it at least, like an alien-human hybrid jerky. I'm just saying. All right. Well, Dr. London, you need to start sending your, you know, tweets or whatever to Cameron because clearly your your little co-host here is more interested in cannibalism than I am. He's a producer, not a co-host. I want to, yeah, just I mean, think about the possibilities. If it if it tastes like this and as good as human jerky and combined, I mean, ooh. Think of the flavor. Well, I mean, it does have also cow and pig and octopus and it's a lot of, it's not just humans and aliens. Like they haven't figured that out yet. Gotcha. Well, so is this jerky also mixed with a bunch of stuff or is the jerky pure? The jerky is pure extraterrestrial, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can really, oh gosh. I'm starting to see some stuff. Is this so? I because I put it, you know, I ate it through the other end. Mm-hmm. That's what you can hear with my lip smacking. Uh, that's that's from that end. Um, human physiology it does bypass um, some of that digestive system to go straight to the liver, and I I feel like it's hitting me harder. Maybe that's awesome. I don't know. If, That's great. I don't know how much of it's also my fasting. You're tripping out on that jerky. Is what you're saying? I, I, I'm starting to trip on the jerky, the, too, yo. 
the surgery prep also. I, I'm, um... Whoa. Okay. Uh, how many thumbs did you start with today? Today or yesterday? Thumbs? Like, I'm seeing dozens at least. Okay, there's... Um, no, no, let me just take a, take a second. Am I supposed to be thinking these thoughts? I would think so, yes. If you're thinking them. I'm suddenly I guess so, yeah, I'm suddenly thinking like, fly ship, fly ship, fly ship. Collect scene and collect scene collect scene. Cow DNA, cow DNA, cow DNA. Is this, I don't remember thinking these things before, but I can't remember what I thought. You know, before. there's a, f that's what the thumbs are for. The push button, push button, push button. There's a freedom in simplicity. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of learning that. I'm just now thinking, eat jerky, eat more jerky, eat more jerky. And that just feels, I mean, that, this feels good. Yeah. I, Fly a show. I, collect I, I plants, wanna... collect animals, collect swine. Before we get... Collect goo. I feel like before we're fully gone, we should maybe go for some chores. Oh no! Because I'm, I'm really feeling this, and I, I, I don't. I want to be able to. to I want to be functional for for Joe Rogan for the chores. Um, yeah, I, that's true. We can. So okay, Joe is still not gotten here yet. We're still waiting on it. So we'll just go ahead and do the chore wheel before he gets here. And Sheila, maybe you can assist us since mr rogan hasn't arrived yet all right sounds good you want me to explain what we're talking about dr london yeah sorry sorry if you could so uh here's the thing dr london and i have been neglecting all of our chores for months now everything on our to-do list all of the things that we should have been doing we i mean we, we just haven't been doing it at all we haven't done the dishes uh we haven't taken all the trash and dr london i mean you haven't even i mean put on your unibrow this month at all well it's been at the cleaners i've noticed it it's it's completely bald in between wait it's still, your eyebrows dr london like you you have not applied your unibrow for this month yes because i sent it in and i didn't think it okay so now i gotta no, but well, I have to wait for the wheel to, to land on it. That's that's right. And so we built, we had all these things piling up, and so we built this fun chore wheel that we spin every single week, and whatever it lands on, that is the chore that we have to do. Dr. Mm -hmm. London, isn't that correct? I, uh, sorry, my, my mind is, yes, yes, go, yes, that's true. Uh, do you want to, yep. Sheila, could you go ahead and give that a spin? that chore wheel since you're the only one who hasn't had one of these i i'm scared of what i'd, what I'd do with that wheel. oh no. so so basically the mayor has been really onto us lately he said like you know we have this whole tourism industry we have a lot going on in this town and um, no one knows about it. So uh, we need to go ahead and help him out with this tour of the city. So um, today, the big thing that he wants to focus on, and he said he's got more, but today's focus is going to be the ice cream place. 
there's a unique ice cream place that he's been fixing up and he said it's going to be it's going to bring in visitors from across uh the, the neighbor town the neighbor town to that one uh-huh the tri neighborhood area, area yes so um you know with that in mind he so what are we what are we doing we're, a, we're describing we're, it we're we're doing a tourist sort of infomercial thing for this ice cream place okay we're advertising the ice cream place okay yeah so um let's see we've got uh let's see everyone take your ad copy here um our town has a new ice cream place it has everything let's see uh what what is everything um uh big oh oh are we we're reading copy yeah we're not just coming up with it okay okay can you hand it to me sorry here everyone take a copy here okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, there we go we have and then i'm just reading off some of these uh big old goliath figurine to, to get you wanting ice cream okay um that's it that's what it the tells me to said? stop reading there as well yeah it's it's i'm supposed to pass it on to one of you now there's a big old goliath that's that's a big part of what's going to bring people in it's a Goliath figurine. I I don't get it, but it's the mayor, his thing. I don't know. Maybe it explains it later. I don't know. No, it doesn't. It just goes on to like new flavors. Okay. Yeah, that's what I have. Oh, well, that sounds like I, I feel stupid for being the first one to read, I guess. It says you get a free huge Goliath figurine, but I don't, there's, I mean, what else needs to be added to that? Yeah, no, I guess. You're, do we need to? We're trying to help the mayor out. Do we need to like pump it up a little? I thought pump we were supposed it up to. Well, I thought ad copy was supposed to do word for word, which is why. But it, okay, um, yeah, but it's so it's a really cool Goliath figurine. It's um, there, there's one Goliath the biblical figure. Uh, I think it's a it's a not like they want to avoid any branding issues and they don't copyright with a Bible. They're scared oh, of yeah. running into issues there. So. Yeah. I believe it's a non-specific Goliath figurine. So I get a large figurine. Um, Does it have its head on, or is it off? I uh, is this before the battle or after? I'm just yeah. Okay, no, sorry, you are right. It is. It is a beheaded. I uh, that should have been included in the ad copy. Honestly, is uh, this a circumcised or an uncircumcised? It is a yeah. That's very important. recently circumcised Goliath. Uh, okay. so, mm-hmm. and so after, be, after the battle beheaded Goliath as well. So he is bleeding from his genitals as well as his head. Um, and that's, cool. and do they, do they get one of these with the ice cream or is there just a huge one of these? At yeah, the ice no, cream as you party? said, so there is the big figure that's, that's actively, it's a fountain basically. Um, kind of spewing blood out yeah yeah and then okay so that's making more sense you also get the figurines as you i'm sorry i i feel like i'm taking over and explaining all of it but your ad copies say all this right i feel like we got my ad copies like i said my ad copies is just a list of new flavors okay. like I, it has nothing what you're talking about it literally just says new flavors bugs and stuff grass ground stone river okay it's all just like 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 ground stuff yeah like lazy terrain descriptions okay yeah that's kind of that seems to be okay uh what they're going for i guess it kind of ties in with goliath stuff i mean it's like river and stone yeah no i guess sure 
Well, mine says that it's a Bill's flavor. It's They say it's the richest flavor in the world. Oh, wow. So it's like, got, it looks like it has like little pieces of dollar bills in it. And okay. when you eat a lot of it, you, pa- you pass out. Oh, and yeah, Bill will do what he will. There's like a lot of like, I mean, I don't want to say pennies because it doesn't look like Abraham Lincoln's face on it. They're like weird Just, pennies from another country. You know what I mean? Or maybe like the mayor, does the mayor have his own oh, system? He, he does have his own currency. That is true. Yeah. But it says it smells like regular American dollar bills. Yeah. He, yeah, it does he would say that. smell quite a bit. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, now that, that is sort of, he, he said you can smell a forgery a mile away. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds like that tracks. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there's a, I guess for, for the advertisement, I guess maybe, I guess it's just the way that mayor wrote it or maybe secretary or something. So let me state it more clearly. Come over to the mayor's or I guess the town's new ice cream shop where you can see the recently circumcised and beheaded Goliath fountain spewing blood from every little orifice that has been cut. Um, And then hop over to the ice cream flavors, which include rock, sand, river, stone, Bugs bugs and stuff. And don't forget to try the special Bill's flavor where you can taste real money chunks. Wow, and it smelled. The smell is a big part and, of it. And, and you can smell that it's real. Okay, did we... Sounds good to me. Did we get it? Okay. Uh, I'm on my way now. That's good. That's really good. Okay, so, um, Sheila, I'd have to ask this of you, but would you mind... Whatever you do to, to maybe take out the aliens would you mind doing that to the wheel like however you sure i can throw it in my barn for a couple weeks yeah yeah okay uh yeah i mean that does it that'll kill it off hey honestly do you think the wheel could make a decent jerky we can try we can always try yeah that's the motto i mean there's definitely a lot it's made out of a lot of like fleshy materials this week I, i don't know exactly what you made it out of did you handle it, or did you, DJ Dylan handle building the chore wheel this week, Doctor London? Uh, this one we went. Uh, we actually had a sort of. There's an outreach group where there are a lot of orphan children, and there was a project oh, wow. for them. Okay, uh, it was like a volunteer group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just needed something to do for an afternoon. There's a lot of painting and writing, so it was like really. It was are a these fun activities? Are these those kids that you know that like wander around in a pen? Uh. I don't know them that well. If that no, it's just yeah, yeah. But I, okay, okay, yeah. That was that was unfair of me to assume you knew them so well. Yeah, I just they're around. I don't know what else you know. Uh, but in any case, uh, so yes, yeah, so we'll shove that thing into the barn. I'm sorry, or make jerky out of it. Either way, uh, and I think that's that. well. I mean, the first step is leaving them in the barn for a couple of weeks. So yeah. It's on its way to jerky already. Okay. All right. Well, um, I feel like that that's about it. Uh, Sheila, Don, do you have any other... Is there anything we need to specifically say to advertise your alien jerky? 
Is it sponsor-wise? Uh, you can pick it up at Bucky's. Okay. And that's the, the gas station? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right, so head on over there for that. Um, and I feel like that's that's about it. So uh, so Joe Rogan is, he, he's almost here? Or is that? Uh, he sent a video. He says, I'm going there as fast as I can. But as, as far as I can tell, the Zorb is still just spinning and in that puddle. It's, it's stuck. And he, I don't think he realizes He's not moving it. at all. Like, yeah. No, but he, he definitely, he, he, look up, he's running super fast. You can see yeah. it in the video. Yeah. It's just, he's not top speed, but it's no GPS would say that he's moved an inch. Okay. No. Um, yeah. Not a working one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I guess for for the moment and hopefully he'll be on like we'll 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 get him towards the end of this episode like right before I stop talking I'm sure he'll hop in and interrupt and say yeah I made it yeah. but it, uh so, we'll we'll tack it on Yeah um so anyway thank you uh to our guest uh Sheila Dawn uh our guest sponsor I should say thank you to uh Joe Rogan we know you're on your way uh thank you to our producer Cameron thank you to Digital the host Hey guys, it's me again. So, Joe Rogan did end up making it to the podcast, but we we don't have time to show his full interview, so here's a few clips of what he had to say. This is the new line of Mama Don's Exotic Meats. And I want you to try it, and I want to get your opinions before I go any further. For the most part, it either hasn't been prepared correctly or it wasn't taken care of correctly. Kind of like when you have, you know, you eat a deer, it's like, it's gamey, you know? No, it's not gamey. It's not, like, there's a weird taste that people associate with, like, venison. This is my most exotic meat ever. It's out of this world. The thing about these alien beings is that they've been in space for a long time. And they have detailed data on the speed of these things. They have video of these things going with what appears to be thousands of miles an hour. Thousands, if not millions. Miles an hour. Thousands of miles an hour. Thousands, if not millions. The way their ship works is, you know, they instantaneously accelerate with no visible propulsion system, no heat signature. They don't know what the f*** is. Yeah. These are not human beings, okay? If they have that same mentality about the human race, I think they would have a pretty standoffish attitude, especially if they look at the acceleration of our innovation, this exponential acceleration of technology. Cool. The way I describe it is it's high-level problem-solving with dire physical consequences. Cool. way I describe it is it's high-level problem-solving with dire physical consequences. Cool.
Extreme problem solving with dire physical consequences. High level problem solving with dire physical consequences. But uh, sorry for everybody's heard this a million times. It's high level problem solving with dire physical consequences.